0: hey everyone it's dave mormon here welcome to another episode on the podcast here super stoked to have you listening along i can't wait to dive into this episode and bring you some free value because it's going to be an amazing episode for you you're probably going to need to take some notes but uh before i dive in uh you may have seen me post on my social channels uh my foundation's coaching program uh the price is going to be going up actually in three weeks Uh, and it's gonna be going up substantially by $3,000. So uh, just wanted to make you aware of that. If you've had an assessment call with us or you've been on the fence, uh, now may be the time to look more seriously into the program, take advantage of the price before it goes up. Uh, We've been able now to work with 81 home service entrepreneurs, help them structure their business so that they can have Uh, time freedom and better income, and have their business run with a team in place. So if any of that sounds of interest, just swipe down, you can book a call with us, uh, get on with us this month uh, before the prices go up. But wanted to give you uh, a big thank you from me to you uh, for listening along loyally uh, onto this podcast as we get close to episode 100, which is absolutely crazy. So please listen up today, get ready to take notes, and I hope there's a ton of value in here for you. Welcome to the Home Service Business Coach Podcast with your host, David Mowerman. You will learn to grow your home service business and transition from being the technician in your business to being the CEO and leading your team to success. Get a front row seat where you will get practical advice from industry experts on how you can level up your home service business. Get ready to take some notes because we're going to jump right into it here. Right, what's going on everybody? It's Dave Mormon here, Home Service Business Coach. Uh, you can see my screen here, uh, which is super cool. And wanted to walk you through uh, some training uh, of a piece of content that I'm just very proud to be unveiling to you today. Um, so this is what's known as the Home Service Business Coach Doom Loop, okay? So I've now been in my role uh, with Home Service Business Coach for a few years now, and I've worked with uh, over a hundred contractors now uh, largely in the house washing, uh, house painting, junk removal, um, those types of home service companies I've had the privilege to work uh, with inside my high-level coaching program. And I've noticed some trends. And so I wanted, anytime I noticed trends, I kind of, you know, light bulb goes off in my brain of like, hey, we can now help people um, who are in a similar position, help them kind of get unstuck. And I know in my journey Um, with my home service business, uh, I own an exterior house washing company called revive services. Uh, we've just turned, uh, we're turning six years old pretty soon. Um, and we've had some success. We're still learning, but we've seen trends and patterns in what we're doing as well. Um, and I know that when you get help, you get coaching, you get mentorship, um, you can get unstuck. And if you take nothing else from this training, other than the quote is you don't know what you don't know. And so when I was stuck on the truck, we're doing $89,000 of work per year. I was working sunup to sundown, but I was working in my business all the time. I was stuck in it until I learned about something called, uh, the book called The E-Myth by Michael Gerber, totally opened my eyes of like, my goodness, I've been spending so much time in my business. I need to actually pull out of the weeds, get out of the day-to-day. And now I measure success on how am I working on the business, right? What systems am I creating? So I'm going to launch in here to the training. Um, there's eight specific things in this doom loop, why I personally believe home service businesses aren't successful. And this isn't just conjecture, in my opinion, again, it's routed in working with over a hundred contractors now in our home service space. Why don't they scale? Why do they get stuck? Um, and it's incredibly, incredibly, incredibly difficult to grow a business. So don't read marketing and think, oh, it's just a turnkey business. It's so easy to create. It's like, no, most people are going to fail. Okay. Nine out of 10 businesses are not going to hit their five-year birthday. Nine out of 10 out of those are not going to hit their 10-year birthday. So it's like, The odds are against you. You might as well get help, get some training, okay? So I'm gonna start you right here on this first one, okay? Does not know the numbers, okay? That's like number one mistake businesses don't know, okay? Now in this um, secondary loop, we have contractors that undercharge for their services they're staying busy, but they're not staying profitable, right? I ask contractors, oh, how's business? Oh, it's great. We're busy. We're busy. We're busy. Yeah. Well, why are we struggling to meet payroll, right? Why do we not factor in our own take-home pay? Why don't we have a cash reserve to be growing the business? Why are we always robbing Peter to pay Paul, right? It's this constant thing. And like, if you've been in business more than a few years, you know exactly. I'm talking about right here. Uh, I have yet to work with a company um, that uh, I've not worked or I've yet to work with a company that has not raised their rates. Okay. And I've worked with companies that have raised their rates now 20, 30, 50%. I even worked with a contractor last week. He's now doubled his rates, what he was charging the previous year. Right. Again, you don't know what you don't know and not knowing your numbers is one thing that can really get you hung up here. Okay. Um, Number two, Um, is does not know marketing. This is a huge one, right? We think when we create an Instagram page or a TikTok account or a Facebook page, we think, oh, we build it and the people will come. It's like, no, we got to go out, boots on the ground marketing, go out and get those prospects. Now, there's many ways you can build a seven-figure business around one, two, three marketing channels. Okay, We've got Google AdWords, Facebook ads. We've got neighborhood marketing, right? I love the neighborhood marketing initiatives. You could literally build a seven-figure business just on reviews and referrals. So I think in our space, too many home service business owners, they are going like uh, a mile wide and only an inch deep. You should be actually just going an inch wide, but go a mile deep, right? So if we're going to do a door knocking strategy, we're going deep with that, right? If we're going to do a sign campaign, we're going deep with that. If we're doing EDDM, we're going deep with that, right? There's so many people running around on Facebook groups like looking for the next big thing, okay? It's like the grass is greener syndrome is very real, right? We see someone post, oh, they're getting Facebook leads now for $4. I need to go do that. And we're just like running around like scatterbrain. It's like, no, pick a few things and become absolutely masterful in those things. I built my painting business, my first painting business strictly around door knocking, right? We would do um, $300,000 of painting work in a summer just around door knocking in our favorite neighborhoods, right? You can literally build a successful business just that way, okay? so. You got to get really good at knowing marketing. You got to know who your, who your ideal target customer is, how they think, how they buy, what they want. It's not all about price here, right? It ties back into the numbers. Again, it's about value and perception of value. How do you create a brand and get the phone ringing? Okay. I could make a 10 hour training session right now just on marketing. Um, that's not the purpose of this exercise, but inside my high-level coaching program, we dive deep with this, right? You wanna move the needle from your $80,000 pressure washing business and get it to half a million dollars, guess what? It's contingent on a few key people on your team and contingent on you getting really good at marketing, okay? You're not running a window cleaning business, you're running a marketing business that happens to clean windows, okay? Mindset adjustment right here. This goes hand in hand. Number three, does not know how to sell, okay? How many home service business owners are just technicians that have turned business owners and they don't know anything about business. They don't know how to sell, right? You gotta know how to make package-based pricing. You gotta have an in-person sales process, right? We have an 18 step sales process from soup to nuts in my company, how we go and book projects, right? They don't just fall out of the sky, but I can tell you if a customer today is getting three bids, their one could be 500, one could be 600, and ours will be 950, and we will win the job 40 to 60% of the time. Okay. So don't be so proud of your 85% close rate because you probably don't know your numbers well enough that you're not selling in a great place to be. Okay. So this is going to vary industry to industry, but you want to be booking premium price jobs for your ideal customer um, at an acceptable closing ratio. Okay. If you're selling at 80%, Raise your prices. If you're selling at 20%, get into a sales conference, get more, co- get more confident, learn how to talk to people, learn how to create value. Okay. We want to be in that sweet spot for selling. Very important. Number one, two, three. This is number four. We're halfway. Poor time management. Okay. So this is the emith concept. We're busy working in the business, not on the business. This is a huge, huge, huge one because when I work with contractors, the first thing we address is we do an audit on their time, right? What is your time worth per hour? Like literally, if you're making $50,000 per year take home from your business, your time is worth $25 an hour, okay? So we've gotta be very objective with that. And we gotta know, okay, well, why are you doing these $12 tasks, creating posts for social media, when you can outsource that to someone on Upwork or Fiverr Uh, and have that taken care of largely off your plate. Why are you picking up the phone for $18 an hour when your time's worth $25 an hour? We can put someone in place. So you don't just like grow your company by making a hundred dollars and keeping a hundred dollars. You need to be investing and you need to be delegating. Um, And quite honestly, guys, I've been in business long enough you'll always get more money. Okay. Don't make decisions when you're, when you're scarce on money with a, with a small mindset, make decisions based around the quality of your time, right? We all have the same amount of time we have. You can sleep eight hours a night and I recommend you should, you still have 112 hours left in your week to steward it. However you like. Okay. So we all need to take shower and eat, spend time with our kids and our spouse, go to the gym, eat right. There's still a lot of time in the day that you can be hustling, right? When I grew uh, my, my current business, Revive Services, the first three years, I still got a paycheck from my other business I was running, but I would run the other business and then I'd work on Revive three to four hours a day when I had the time, right? It's just like, if you want it bad enough, you'll figure out how to make the time. Um, But it's not just about staying busy and efficient and going one thing to the next. It's about actually staying effective. So you oftentimes need someone to come into your life and be like, Hey, Bill, stop doing these lower level tasks, right? You're just running on this hamster wheel on these $15, $20 an hour tasks. I want to move you up to 40, 50 plus dollars per hour and beyond, right? If you can get your time to be worth $50 an hour, you're going to make hundred thousand dollars a year. How am I getting that? You can work full time on this business in this business, and you have 2000 hours to dedicate to it. So, you know, the person that's going to make $200,000 a year, and I'm not talking revenue, right? I'm talking take home net profit, pay yourself 200 grand. That person just made their time worth $100 per hour. So it's not uncommon for me to work with contractors. They're busy on the 20, $25 an hour task. I work with them for a year and they're now viewing their time worth 50, 75, dollars per hour. That's the level of progression I'm talking about. We're all have stuff to do It's just what is the stuff we're working on and how can we have that singularity of focus on the highest level priorities, right? What is your zone of genius that you can be spending time working on? All right. So that's time management. Again, could go down a rabbit trail on that, but I'll, I'll save some of the good stuff for later. This is huge. Number five, okay. Poor recruiting. Absolutely massive. Okay. Right here. We're not charging enough to attract top talent. Now I made a post on this on my group a little while ago uh, and it did really well because I think it resonated with a lot of people. There is a a whining going on in our economy, the whole, like I'm an owner and I'm going to get a helper and I'm going to pay them, you know, $12, $14 an hour. like. Those days are behind us. In my honest opinion, you've got a choice. Literally right now you stay owner operator. You don't really hire out. You charge for your time and you make a good living. Okay. That's option. A option B you actually charge like near the premium in your market so that you can pay a technician, the top wage, right? 20, 24, $28 an hour, depending on where you are in your market. But guess what? You pay someone 25 an hour, you can bill them out at 110 125 $150 an hour. That is how the world goes around, right? And so we, we hear on these Facebook groups, there's no good people out there, I can't find people, right? That's because your pricing is not set up to be a successful entrepreneurial, real business type of model, right? You may be listening as being like, Dave is right. I'm literally charging like I'm self-employed, but I'm trying to hire people. It just doesn't work out. Okay. I did a whole talk on this at the Jobber professional development day last month, talking about how we actually recruit people. How do we retain people? Okay. So when you're in a service business, like there's no Coca-Cola magic recipe, secret sauce here. Like the secret sauce is the culture and the people and your systems that you have for those people to operate. Like, End of story, right? There's nothing magical, no fairy dust here. It's just like, we got to be very realistic. It's the product is the people you should be obsessing as a business owner. How do we get the top people on your team? It's my first thought in the morning when I wake up, how can we top grade our talent? How can we go get better people to join the team to buy into our vision? Okay. This is something that should keep you up at night. How do we recruit? And if you're pulling your hair out right now, your pricing model's probably not great. Uh, And so you're not attracting top talent. And I also look in the mirror and be like, would you actually wanna work for yourself in business, right? So um, again, important to think about. Um, So quick recap, does not know the numbers, does not know marketing, does not know how to sell, poor time management, poor recruiting. I hope I'm not coming off too strong uh, or too passionate, but I just get so fired up about this that I think these are the eight reasons that contractors trip over themselves and don't actually scale up a company. Now, again, even if you got five or six of these, right, you're going to be like vastly ahead of other service providers in your market. Because again, we don't know what we don't know, right? We're just busy running around cleaning houses, cleaning windows. We think that's the business. It's like, whoa, there's a whole thing behind this business is actually working on the business. Okay, right here. Poor financial discipline, okay? This kind of ties in with not knowing the numbers, but it's a little bit different, okay? So when you scale a company, you need to invest kind of, in my opinion, like balls to the wall and be investing in the growth of the company. Okay, the first three years of my company, if we made $50,000 net profit, guess what? We dumped 50000 net profit to grow the business. Then we made a hundred grand, put that back in. You're just like constantly reinvesting, right? You look at a company like Amazon, totally next level, they don't really make a profit because they're just taking their money and they're reinvesting into the growth, right? It's this flywheel effect you want to keep growing. So, you know, if you're going to do $100,000 of work this year with your pressure washing business, great. Let's say you pay all your expenses and you make like $60,000, like the most prudent financially scale the business type of thing would be don't take that money out, dump it back in. Now, I recognize You need to pay if you've seen the price of fuel lately, you need to pay for fuel and rent and this and that. I would say, hey, maybe take out two thousand dollars a month, live leaner, and let's dump that other thirty-five grand back into the business and grow it with people and marketing and branding and you just keep this thing turning. Okay. So businesses get stuck because they think, oh, we're making all this money, and they go out and go out and get a big souped up dodge ram truck right or a jet ski for the lake or you know they upgrade their own lifestyle like too soon it's like man Hustle in silence, build the business first, and then you couldn't go out and get all the cool things, right? Your business is an asset. And so it's going to need nurturing. It's going to need time. It's like planting a little plant, right? It's going to need sunlight and water. It needs money. It needs care. It needs attention. You can't just like grow this thing in six months and then go hands off and forget about it. Marketing companies will tell you that, right? Scale the business. It's easy. This and that. I have a coaching program. I could easily say that to enroll more people. It's so easy. It's like, this is incredibly difficult, right? That's the first thing I say on your onboarding call. This is an incredibly difficult journey, but I can promise you if you do this right, it will be worth it. And this is going to be a multi-season approach, okay? I worked nonstop 36 months building systems in my business, and I'm still working and renewing systems in the business, okay? It's like that adage, it takes 10 years to make an overnight success or 20 years. It's like, that is what this business is okay it's not a just fairy dust oh instant we blew up and became something it's like takes time constant attention okay so poor financial discipline you've got to know your numbers you've got to not take on unnecessary debt and you've got to delay gratify what's coming okay so you've got to wait and wait and wait and keep watering and planting and, and keep watering and giving sunlight to this plant and the thing's gonna grow over time and it gets a little bit addictive right you want to keep staying ahead of the next thing and the next thing and keep growing this business in pursuit of something more and that's where like entrepreneurs like myself it's like man this doesn't even feel like work right today's a monday morning i'm in the office i'm just doing my thing like it, i was up early it just it doesn't feel like work this is just an extension of who i am we get to play this wonderful game okay two more left for you number seven here is lacks personal development okay so entrepreneurs in the home service space will lack the knowledge and mentorship to take themselves and their business to the next level so when i was stuck cleaning windows working on the truck i joined a coaching program i spent twenty four thousand dollars right this is a good amount of money but i built out my whole business from soup to nuts okay, this was like five six years ago And I look at what I learned there and I'm still applying concepts of what I learned. I got in a bigger room, right? I'm a huge fan of the group coaching model because the people in my group, when I was doing $89,000, they were doing 200 grand. They're doing 400 grand. One guy was pushing close to a million dollars. I'm the little fish there. That's perfect, right? I never, you never, ever, ever want to be the biggest person in the room. Like literally humble yourself, Be the dumbest person in the room, right? I look back at my days in high school and college, I was the shy kid, like scared to ask a question because I don't want to look dumb. Like if someone's presenting now, I just throw my hand right up. I'm like, this might be a dumb question, my man, but I'm not following you. Can you actually unpack that a little bit more? Just humble yourself, take the ego out and get to go and learn is very important. Okay. So if you don't have $24,000, that's totally fine. You can read hundreds of business books. You can be subscribing to podcasts. You can be going to courses online. Like it's my firm belief though, is that those who pay, pay attention. And like, when I paid that like $2,000 a month to be in this mastermind program, I'm turning up to every coaching call. I'm hitting up the coach. I'm seeking learning. Like it's just If you pay for a little thousand dollar course, you don't really put the work in, in my opinion, it's gotta sting enough where you're like, man, I'm showing up, that's in my calendar, I'm gonna get there. So again, we can spend so many years, months, years, working in our business, running on this hamster wheel. It's that quote of like the business owner who's been uh, you know, 20 years in business. It's like, no, 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 not true. He's actually just repeated the same year in business 20 times. Right. You you need to hear that right now. If you're looking, you should be looking back 12 months ago and literally like smiling, being like, man, what I thought I knew, like, I was so dumb, like, look at me now. Right. And in 12 months from now, you should be saying the same thing, like just shaking your head. Like what, what was I thinking? Right. Okay. Last but not least, I probably should have started here, but here you go. You get the last one. My favorite, one of my favorite ones. I love this whole thing is the poor vision. Okay. So when I work with a coaching client in our program, the first thing we set their three year vision. Okay. So what do you envision this business becoming? I do three year visions for like everything in my life from health to each business, to relationship, to where we want to live, to where we wanna travel, like it's just how you need to program your brain is always be dreaming of a future state, but be be willing to back up that dream with putting in the work, okay? So having no vision of the future, big mistake. Number two, no core values, no organizational chart, no mission for the business. Like you hear these words, core values, mission, and you think, ah, I don't really need those. Right. I was talking to a member in our coaching program. He had a coach um, last year and the coach told him, don't worry about making a mission or core values. Those are fluffy stuff. I was, I wanted to smack that guy, that other coach in the face. I'm like, are you kidding me? This is fundamental to scaling the business vision Core values. I breezed past this stuff for a couple of years when I got my company started. And it wasn't until I started working with my coach, I was like, okay, I got to actually put this thing into place because if you don't know where you're going, you're not going to get anybody enrolled on your team. And as you know, Like business is a team sport. If you want to just scale this company, just you, you're going to hit a ceiling at like $200,000, maybe a little more, depending on your industry. If there's a lot of materials, but that's not a business, right? That's just a job. Nothing wrong with that. But again, the difference of like owning a job that you have to turn up to every day versus owning a business that can run without you. It's like night and day, right? It's just, there's no, it's the sun and the moon. There's absolutely no comparison. They're worlds apart. So this is the doom loop. I call it the doom loop because you just run around on this doom loop and you could look at your last year and be like, man, I crapped the bed on all eight of these areas or like, hey, I'm starting to work on area five and six, but I'm lacking in this one and this one. So I wanted to make this overall as an encouragement to you to be growing the business. But again, from a mindset perspective, like we're just growing ourselves as entrepreneurs, right? I've not arrived yet to my finished state. I never will. Like that's the beauty of being an entrepreneur and owning a business. You never fully arrive, but it's like this pursuit and this game to keep growing and keep getting better. Um, That's really what makes it a lot of fun for me and being able to help others do the same Uh, is an incredible feeling uh, as well. So I hope that this brought you some value. Um, I hope that it's encouraging and shows you, man, there's so much that we still got to be working on. Uh, And if you do want any more information on this, feel free to reach out to me, or even if you want to get more information on my high-level coaching program uh, and see how the contractors I'm working with are saving their businesses and creating better lifestyles for themselves, I'll be happy to get you more information on this. But I hope it helped, and I hope that you have an incredible day. Take care, and we'll chat soon. Thank you for listening to the episode today. If you want to get even more value from David, then book your free coaching call at homeservicebusinesscoach.com.